Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Hello, Edwin. Hey, Andrew. It's Friday. Wrapping up the week. Wrapping up the week. Want to remind everyone, we'll consider this our public service announcement, that this Sunday is Mother's Day. So all the good sons and daughters, do something for your mom. If you are in the Tampa area, we want you to come out and worship with us at Livingston. We would love to meet you. All the information you need for that will be found at our website, christiansmeethere.org, christiansmeethere.org. And I love Fridays. You love Fridays. We love Fridays because we're talking about Jesus on Text Talk, finding him in these Psalms. Psalm 36 is no disappointment. So what are you going to read for us today, Edwin? I'm going to read from the Net Bible today, Psalm 36, for the music director written by the Lord's servant, David, an oracle. Interesting. An evil man is rebellious to the core. He does not fear God, for he is too proud to recognize and give up his sin. The words he speaks are sinful and deceitful. He does not care about doing what is wise and right. He plans ways to sin while he lies in bed. He is committed to a sinful lifestyle. He does not reject what is evil. O Lord, your loyal love reaches to the sky, your faithfulness to the clouds. Your justice is like the highest mountains, your fairness like the deepest sea. You preserve mankind and the animal kingdom. How precious is your loyal love, O God. The human race finds shelter under your wings. They are filled with food from your house, and you allow them to drink from the river of your delicacies. For you are the one who gives and sustains life. Extend your loyal love to your faithful followers and vindicate the morally upright. Do not let arrogant men overtake me or let evil men make me homeless. I can see the evildoers. They have fallen. They have been knocked down and are unable to get up. Knocked down and unable to get up. So I know we've read the Net Bible translations before, but man, a couple of things on this one that I... One thing I really like, I really do like this translation of Hesed as loyal love. I like that. Mm -hmm. Loyal love. Yeah, that captures it. That's beautiful. I, I know that that's not like completely distinct from steadfast love. Steadfast is the idea of unending and continues on, and, sure, and loyal sure. kind of has that deal too. But loyal has this connotation. I, I wish that I had come up with this illustration on my own, but I was listening to another podcast, the the Bible Project, and I really liked his illustration as he talked about this word and the loyal love. He said for him, it's a picture of like a a spouse whose husband or wife has gone into the throes of Alzheimer's or dementia or some Mm. health struggle. And the spouse is no longer able to fulfill their role, but, but the, the spouse with Hesed continues on loyally to love Mm. their spouse. And that was really meaningful to me because a few years ago I heard and and I right now this is just calling to mind, so I don't want to name a name because I, I may get the name wrong and I don't want to pass on tales. But there was some popular televangelist who declared that he felt like the scripture said it was all right to abandon your spouse if they had gotten into that kind of awful health situation because they were no longer able to fulfill their role. I, I, it blew my mind that anybody 
who claims to be Christian would ever say that. So I really like this picture of loyal love and, and the loyal love is like the, the wife who continues to serve her husband or the husband who continues to serve the wife, even when they've gone into that, that state of dementia or poor health, just a powerful, powerful picture, loyal love. To take that back to the idea of sin that we have here in Psalm 36, that when God's people sin and err, uh, he is still faithful. We've talked some about repentance this week. Mm. And, you know, I, I never, um, maybe I hadn't really thought of sin as being in the terms of, of debilitation, but certainly it can mar us and twist us to where we're not what we ought to be uh, in faithfulness to God, in service mm. to God. And yet he would still love us and provide a way for us to repent and to be saved. I haven't thought of it in these terms either as we've had our conversations this week, but this idea of God having loyal love, the contrast is, of course, that sin and transgression are disloyal. Disloyal, covenant-breaking, adultery. They make promises. Sin, transgression, Satan, the enemy makes promises and then doesn't mm -hmm. keep them. Mm -hmm. Oh, follow me. You're going to have life. Follow me. You're going to have, it's going to be wonderful. Oh, but wait, how does all this end? Mm, the evildoers have fallen. They've been knocked yeah. down and they're unable to get up because sin and transgression is disloyal. It's, it's not mm -hmm. going to be there to lift you up mm -hmm. when it finally knocks you down. In fact, it's going to be the one that knocked you mm -hmm. down. Mm -hmm. Hey, one other thing before we get back to, you know, hey, it's always Good Friday on Text Talk. I, I don't know if you caught that I was surprised as I read the heading here in the Net Bible for Psalm 36. Well, you certainly noted it verbally. Yeah. Uh, was it surprise? Yeah, it was surprise. Was it shock? Were you aghast? <laughs> <laughs> aghast may be too strong. Uh, su surprised. Oh, okay. Remember in our earlier conversation this week, we talked about how this word oracle. You said it was uh, difficult, I guess, to translate. The Net translators, the Net Bible translators have have taken that word oracle and thought that it was part of the heading, the superscription. And so it says, for the music director written by the Lord's servant, David, an oracle. Well, I don't know if this is ch chasing rabbits, but when you read from the ESV, like at the beginning of the week, Monday, where was oracle in that? They just translated the word as speaks, okay. transgression speaks. Because okay. mm -hmm. I, I realized yeah. that was the one we read this week where I actually didn't hear the word oracle. So they did it. Speaks. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. And again, it's because there's some difficulty here. I, I just think this is an interesting to note. So they're saying the psalm, they, they take that as this psalm is declared, this is an oracle, and now it gives you the oracle. Um, hmm. So just an interesting thing to note and something for us to continue to study. Hey, and, and I just, you know what, let's break the fourth wall for everybody who's listening. Here's something to spend some time in figuring out yeah. and studying. Well, it, it does, and it kind of raises uh, you know, other considerations about these headings themselves and uh, mm -hmm. how, how uh, far back do the headings go, and should they be considered a part of the psalm? Um, you know, there's a choice being made there that they take the word oracle and put it up in the heading. Well, that's curious. <laughs> There's different sides on this, but uh, back in Psalm 18, I think it is. Psalm 18 is the one that's also included in first, second, mm, first Samuel 22, second Samuel 22. Samuel. Anyway, the, the heading, uh -huh. the superscription is actually included as part of the quote mm -hmm. in Samuel. Mm -hmm. And so it gives us that idea that maybe those headings were, were uh, some of them at least were even original yeah. and, and inspired. Uh, you know, that doesn't prove it about all of them. Th 
okay, so before we just spend so much time talking about these really <laughs> interesting things from the net Bible, um, Jesus, I, I find Jesus here. Where do you find Jesus in Psalm 36? Well, Amber? I tell you that uh, on my first pass through, it was verse nine that really jumped out to me with allusion to Jesus Christ. Me too. For it's, you know, the, the prayer addressing God here for with you is the fountain of life in your light. We see light. And uh, boy, I, I thought the Apostle John could have been moved to write this. <laughs> yes, yes. All right, you and I are on the same page on this one. I also thought about John and his opening to his gospel account mm-hmm. as he's referring to Jesus. In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things were made through him, and without him was not anything made that was made. We're going to get later in the chapter and realize that this Word of God is Jesus. And so when I come back to verse four, where it says, in him was life and the life was the light of men, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome mm. it. Boy, if you know Psalm 36, when you're reading John chapter one, verses one through four, how can you not think mm-hmm. Psalm 36? I mean, it's just, it's just there. Amen. Not only is John one speaking to Jesus, calling him the life, identifying him the life early on. But then, of course, life becomes this theme throughout the Gospel of John. And I noticed in the fourth chapter of John, when Jesus is speaking with a Samaritan woman at the well, there is this question about water. And of course, he asks her to give him a drink in John chapter 4 and verse 10, Jesus answered and said to her, if you knew the gift of God and who it is who says to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Verse 13. Hmm, you mean living water that might flow from a fountain of exactly. life? Whoever drinks of this water will thirst again, but whoever drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. But the water that I shall give him will become in him a fountain of water springing up into everlasting Life. Here's Psalm, this same imagery of Psalm 36 and verse 9, a fountain of life. And that's what Jesus Christ is. John 14, verse 6. I am the way, way, the truth, and life. The life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's not surprising that John 1 would tie into Psalm 36 because Psalm 36 is tying into the creation account and John 1 ties into the creation account. It's the the life and light that God provided as he brought the mountains forth, as he divided the waters, as he hovered over the face of the deep, as he brought man and beast into existence and breathed into them the breath of Mm -hmm. life. He provides the river Mm -hmm. and he provides the trees with the fruit uh, it all of this is tied together in Psalm 36, and so when John one goes back to the creation, it's not surprising then that as it describes Jesus in terms of God's creative power, it's going to get us back to Psalm 36. Yeah, also, yeah. he is the life; he is the light of men. He is the embodiment of the steadfast, loyal love and faithfulness of the Lord. That's powerful. That he is grace and he is truth. Uh, from John chapter 1. In John chapter 9, in verse 5, I am the light of the world, uh, the light of men, but the light of the world. And I like I like how you said that. This is the embodiment. We beheld his glory, the glory of the only begotten of the Father. And in him the fullness of God was pleased to yeah. dwell. Yeah. The life, the fountain of living waters. That's uh, God describes himself in that way in 
Jeremiah, the fountain of living waters. This this is who God is. This is who Jesus is. I do think, and getting to the very end of the psalm, we, we've tied into that as we've talked about sin in our earlier conversations. But when I recognize that Jesus is the embodiment of the steadfast love of mm-hmm. the Lord, that when I come under the wings of God, it's coming under the wings of Jesus. It's coming under his protection. It's, it's entering the ark of his safety. I look again at this final prayer where David prays, let not the foot of arrogance come upon me, nor the hand of the wicked drive me mm-hmm. away. There the evildoers lie fallen. They are thrust down, unable to rise. He's got this prayer for keep this, keep the arrogant away from me, the foot of arrogance. Don't let it come upon me. Keep the hand of the wicked. Drive, drive, don't let them drive me away. And I, I think on the surface, it's easy to make that about there are these wicked people that will attack me. But I think he's really saying, keep this evil counsel away from me, mm-hmm. th- this evil counsel that will lead me astray, the foot of arrogance, the pride that will cause me to stray and walk in a wrong path. Just keep that away because I know where that leads. It leads to falling. And these are our choices. I'm either going to be alive in Jesus or I'm going to fall and not get up. Of course, even Jesus Christ is the perfect example in this about uh, listening to the will of the Father over and against the temptations of the flesh as he was praying in the garden, be thy will, you know, let this cup pass from me, but not my will, but thy will be done. Um, Very real, very real. Other counselors saying, perhaps there's another way than the cross. We don't want this cross. But it was the will of the God, the cross. Well, listen, this has uh, been so great to be together this week and looking at Psalm 36. We're so glad that you've joined us. We'd love to know what you're learning as you read the Bible. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Hope you have a wonderful weekend. Lord willing, we'll be back together on Monday. Uh, If you happen to be in the Tampa area on Monday, there's a lectureship going at Florida College, and you'll be able to hear Edwin Crozier live uh, on Monday, (laughs) May 10, there on the campus of Florida College. That'd be a cool thing. But until then, let's have a word of prayer. Our great God and Father, we thank you so much for the day you've given us. We thank you for this week, this time that we could spend in looking at Psalm 36. Lord, we are so in awe as we think about how with you is the fountain of life. In your light, we see light. God, help us to know the light of Christ. Help us to be in that life that we might be with you eternally in life and light and the glory of heaven through the gospel of Jesus Christ. Please bless us to that end. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.